Chapter 9 Don't act suspicious or freak, I called down to the others, but look up. Oh my God, Rachel gasped. It's, it's huge, Cassie cried. It was huge, but the word huge doesn't really begin to describe it. Have you ever seen a picture of an oil tanker or maybe an aircraft carrier? That's what I mean by huge. Compared to this thing, the biggest jumbo jet ever built was a toy. It was shaped like a manta ray. There was a bulging fat portion in the middle, with swooped curvy wings, one either side. On top of the wings were huge scoops, like air intakes on a fighter jet, but much bigger. You could suck a fleet of buses in through those scoops. The only windows were in a small bulge at the top. The bridge, I realized. Focusing on it, I could see the shadowy shapes of taxons inside. But mostly, that ship was just big. Really big. As in, it blocked out the sun it was so big. Suddenly, out from behind the ship, a pair of bug fighters zipped into view. We had seen them before. They are small for spaceships. You couldn't park one in your garage, but you could land it on your front lawn. They looked like metal cockroaches, with two serrated spear-like protrusions pointed forward on either side. I have bug fighters up here. I called down to the others. A pair. Who cares about bug fighters? Marco asked. They're nothing compared to that... that whale. The bug fighters are circling the lake. I guess they're looking for trouble. Try not to look like trouble, Jake advised dryly. I did my best to look like a normal, harmless hawk, doing normal hawk things. But the main ship was unbelievably intimidating. I mean, nothing that big should be floating in the air. Suddenly, one of the bug fighters went shooting right past me, low and slow. I could see in the window. Inside was the usual crew. One hork and one taxon. The taxons are the second most common type of controller. Imagine a very big centipede. Now imagine it even bigger, twice as long as a man. So big around, you couldn't get your arms around it if you wanted to give it a hug. Not that you'd ever want to give it a hug. Taxons are gross, disgusting creatures. Unlike the hork who were enslaved against their will, Taxons chose to turn their minds over to the Yerk parasites. They are allies of the Yerks. I don't know why, and I probably don't want to. The bugfighter shot past, not interested in me. The huge main ship sank slowly down toward the surface of the lake. Are you guys seeing this? It looks like it's going to land on the lake. Are we seeing it? No, we've totally missed the fact that a spaceship the size of Delaware is hovering in midair. Marco, of course. It's incredible, Rachel said. Incredible. You know, I hate to be a pessimist, Marco said. But when I look at that thing, I get a bad feeling about our chances. Four hounds and a bird versus a ship the size of Idaho. A minute ago, it was just the size of Delaware, Cassie pointed out mildly. What's it doing here? That's what I want to know, Jake said. They had reached the shore of the lake and were prowling around, looking like wolves should look. But they were also glancing regularly up at the massive ship. I worried a little that some controller, human or hork would notice that they were paying a little too much attention. You guys, watch how you act. The Yerks will be looking for any animals that act strangely, I said. They're on the lookout for Andalites who can morph. He's right, Marco said. Jake, start peeing on things again. Very funny. 
Jake said. Then something began to happen. Hey, look! From the belly of the ship, a pipe began to lower into the water. Then a second pipe, and a third. They're like straws, Cassie said. They're drinking! I could hear the sucking sound. Thousands, maybe millions of gallons of water being sucked up into the ship. That's why it's so big, Marco said. He laughed. (laughs) Well, well, well. What do you know? We have just discovered that the Yerks have a great big weakness. A weakness? Rachel demanded. You can look at that ship and talk about weakness? But I understood what Marco meant. It means they need something, I said. Exactly, Marco said. Those big scoops on the sides? I think those are for air. That's why they fly so far through the atmosphere when they come down. They're scooping up oxygen. And now they're sucking up water. It's a truck, Cassie cried. That whole huge ship is really just a truck. Yeah, I said. It carries air and water up to the Yerk mothership in orbit. I guess they need Earth to supply them. So, it's not like Star Trek where they can just make their own air and water, Marco mused. As long as they are up there in orbit, the Yerks need the planet to supply them with air and water. Well, well, I think that's the first hopeful sign yet. We're running low on time, Cassie reminded everyone. Time to get out of here. Okay, but everyone be cool about it, Jake advised. We act like we're just sauntering off to go kill a moose. Or whatever it is we'll saunter off to do. They drifted back from the shore of the lake. I stayed behind. I no longer have a time limit to worry about. The York ship was creating a warm updraft, so I spread my wings wide and rode it up. The two bugfighters were still circling low and slow. On the shore all around the lake, the bogus park rangers and the few hork kept up their patrols. Then I saw her. I know to human eyes, every hawk looks pretty much alike. But I knew right away it was her, the hawk I had freed from the car dealer. She, too, was riding the thermal, a thousand yards higher than me. Without even really thinking about it, I adjusted the angle of my wings and soared up toward her. She saw me, I was sure of that. Hawks don't miss much of what goes on around them. She knew I was coming toward her, and she waited. It wasn't like we were friends. Hawks don't know what friend means. And she certainly didn't feel any gratitude toward me for saving her from captivity. Hawks don't have that sort of emotion either. In fact, in her mind, there may have been no connection between me and her freedom. Still, I soared up to her. I don't know why. I really don't. All we shared was the same outer body. We both had wings. We both had talons. We both had feathers. Suddenly, I was afraid. I was afraid of her. And it was insane, because there I was, floating above an alien spaceship so big it could have turned into a mall. But it was the hawk that frightened me. Or maybe not the hawk herself. Maybe it was the feeling I had, rising up to meet her in the sky. The feeling of recognition. The feeling of going home. The feeling that I belonged with her. It hit me in a wave of disgust and horror. No, no! I was Tobias, a human, a human being, not a bird! I banked sharply away from her. I was human. I was a boy named Tobias, 
a boy with blonde hair that was always a mess. A boy with human friends, human interests. But part of me kept saying, It's a lie. You are the hawk. The hawk is you. And Tobias is dead. I plummeted toward the ground. I folded my wings back and welcomed the sheer speed. Faster. Faster. Then, with eyes that Tobias never had, I saw the wolf pack below. And I saw the danger before them. <laughs>